Someone sent me a message today, like, even when the whole world hated you, I was like, <laughs> truth. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Evan. And if there's one thing, well, two things we can tell you this week is one, Tickets are still on sale for our live podcast show on May 18th, Thursday. There's a few tickets left for the IRL one at City Winery, but there's also the live stream on Moment. So, Evan, tell them who our guests are to let them know why they can't miss this. Oh, yeah. We have two very iconic OGs, Ramona Singer of New York City and Caroline Manso of New Jersey, plus their kids. So, Avery Singer... Plus, Lauren, Chris, and Albie Manzo are going to be in the house, and it's going to be a super fun time. So, yes, definitely get your tickets, like Danny said, because you don't want to miss this. And also, the theme of that show, mothers, moms, everything of that, really ties into the second thing we wanted to tell you guys for this week is do not mess with the Maloney's. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Terry Terry Maloney, do, do not. Uh, you you don't want to take the heat because she has a lot to give. And we saw that happen in this week's episode of Vanderpump Rules. Uh, we were just saying, Danny, like she was so instrumental in the success of this episode. Like get like cast her, put, put her on. The- I yeah. need her because if Lisa, you know, I could see her sitting with Lisa having some tea being like, oh, these kids. Oh, what's <laughs> happening? But even more so because Lisa just kind of looks from the distance. Terry was like Raquel or Raquel. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Raquel. I think Raquel is the new Rachel. I'm claiming that now because everyone used to call (laughs) Raquel Rachel when we found out that was her real name. Her real name is actually Raquel. And Raquel was also kind of like giving Terry some heat back. Like the the disrespect that was radiating off of her body. I mean, like the Bambi-eyed bitch look was gone and it was just like sheer disrespect. And Katie could not handle that. And that's when Katie was like... Where were you, Rachel? I mean, come on. Where were you, Rachel? You're a little is what you are. It was so chaotic. And Evan, the part that really made me kind of like insane was watching Ariana cry, being like, I love Katie. I love Raquel. I know that was that was really heartbreaking to see just her like sobbing into Lisa Vanderpump's arms. I just can't believe how this scene devolves into like 12 different other scenarios. We have Ariana sobbing. We have Christina Kelly shouting at Sandoval to pay attention to Ariana. Then we have uh, Katie versus R- Raquel uh, part two in the Sir Alleyway and then talking to Schwartz and then Katie. <laughs> also, Are you that's giggling? Were, were, you gonna say? were you giggling with her? I 
yes were you laughing about me with her like times so good and then when Raquel tried to giggle again in the alleyway with Katie Katie was having absolutely none of it and the way she just like openly mocked Raquel in front of her face had me in stitches like I was crying watching that scene it was so good there's only two people who giggle from bravo and that's the giggly squad hannah and Paige. so raquel i don't think they're looking to have you join their podcast any anytime soon but how crazy was the twist to the trailer to the finale when lisa's like oh ariana you're laughing now she's like oh my god (laughs) yeah like give these uh, editors an emmy that was honestly truly uh chilling i uh i can't believe and and we've said this before danny that we're only getting one episode to recap the fallout from scandal i just i feel like you and i are probably gonna watch it like 10 times like (laughs) and 10 to 15 times a day for the next few weeks i pray it's like 90 minutes long yeah hopefully it's an extended episode because i feel like we have a lot to pack in and do you know what's really crazy is that it seems like Raquel was so committed to this sort of like disrespectful belligerence because from what we've seen so far of the finale she's like giggling once more like I can't believe that this blew up the way it did and like I don't know and then I think there was even one point in the previously leaked trailer where she was like if we said we're gonna do this we're gonna do it I don't know it's just Kind of crazy to me. Also, so maniacal the way that she had that heart to heart with Ariana and was like, we're both like really pretty girls. Like we're both really pretty and we need to give ourselves some more credit. And then like, like trying to get the tea on her sex life with Sandoval. Yes! As she is having her own sex life with Sandoval. I know. I think maybe she was curious. Maybe she was like, are they getting it in at all? While like I'm getting it in, like what's going on? Like, I, I feel like she was honestly just like really leaning into her inner investigative journalist and just trying, she was like trying to like come for our gigs here at page six. Uh, yeah. Her 15 story. minutes turned into 60 minutes. Yeah. Not so fast, girl. <laughs> Not so fast. It honestly is going to be an explosive week next week for finales. Because not only is there Vanderpump, did you see the trailer for the Jersey finale? Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Get off of me. Get off of me. Get off of me. Get off of me. And this is bad. All right, let's all say calm. I don't do it. Explosive, this this finale. And, you know, we've heard rumblings about this crazy Irish-themed party at Polly's townhouse. And we got we got our first glimpse. And it just, like unraveled but i know i feel so bad after now knowing how nice his townhouse is i'm like I guys respect i know it. like not not in the bachelor pad yeah. <laughs> and also louis being like to the camera i win it reminded me of jackie when jackie said that Teresa. i think like two seasons ago i win it was a very kind of chilling yeah, and like way more disconcerting because I I am rooting for Jackie to win. I am absolutely not rooting for Louis to win. And then I even think he followed up with I win with winning, which gave me like eerie like Tiger Blood Charlie Sheen vibes. Like, please no. Like I, that's too much for my soul to bear. I can't have Louis like reenacting like a very very traumatic time in pop culture yes and i think it's so hard too because watching these past few episodes with how intense he's getting it makes everybody sad because like i think everybody 
even on the cast, wants Teresa to be happy and feel loved and feel safe. And I'm just like, oh God, this is like the worst way to start this new marriage level. And like, what is, what's going on here? It just reads very sketchy and shady. Yeah, the vibes surrounding Lou, like his chakras, they just don't feel clean, clear, and under control. Like, I feel like he needs to go see like a Reiki specialist. I mean, it seems like he might know some. It seems like he has dipped in and out of that space. So it's time to make a call, Louis, because you are just, and I don't know, you're scaring everyone. You're, sca- you're scaring us. And I don't know. I mean, I know he loves therapy and meditation. He might need to try dance. Um, because I know that has been really known to be very healing. And even though we are losing, I mean, we still have the reunions, of course, Jersey and Vanderpump Rules. Uh, Bravo keeps us fed into the summer. I mean, there's been 900 new premieres, I think, uh, in the past day. Uh, but one that is super, super fun is Dancing Queens. And not only because I love ABBA, is I love, and I feel Evan, you're the same way, I love a competitive moment of like watching people fight for a crown and a gold medal. And that's what this entire show is. Oh my God. It's honestly, yeah, it's so good. It's like the perfect marriage of like real housewives dancing with the stars, a little bit of dance moms. It's, uh, it's very good. I highly recommend Danny and I really loved the first two episodes. And we also loved chatting with Sabrina Strasser, who we have called. And if if you watch dance moms, we consider her like the Maddie of the group. She is at the top of the pyramid and she is also at the top of our pyramid when it comes to virtual reality because she gave a really good <laughs> interview. She was hysterical. Oh. She was a hoot. Take a little, listen to it now, and you're going to hear the full one next week. And I love that some of the Dancing with the Stars pros are popping up on Dancing Queens. I yes. know that Val is going to be on the season, and uh, Karina came by to give uh, Leonia a private, which was so right. cool. Do you have any interactions with the Dancing with the Stars pros on on the your Bravo show? I don't. Um, I do have other coaches. Uh, you know, I, I would love to work with them. I, I've always loved um, Mark Ballas and, you know, Derek Huff. We we love them. They're, they're idols as well. You know, they're beautiful dancers. I've, I've worked with Daniela and Pasha. They actually did a number for Stas and I um, way before Dancing with the Stars, though. So they slept in my house. They lived like they lived with me for two days because, yeah, they were choreographing a number and they needed a place to stay. So they stayed in my basement and now um you know they're there and they deserve to be they're wonderful well and do you know what's so crazy is that there's so many reality stars that go on dancing with the stars so dancing queens could possibly your conduit to compete for the mirror ball are we manifesting that so you are so bang on because i've said wouldn't it be a great show if dancing queens took on dancing with the stars and then we had to dance with their pros um and you know it was like it's like the queen dancing with the stars and see how the queens do with different pros like i love that premise i'm hoping i am manifesting um and usually what i manifest somehow comes out uh but she's not the only bravo icon that we've been talking to lately well actually i will say a bravo and podcasting icon evan we were in good company Uh, Yeah, we were. We talked to none other than Teddy Mellencamp, who all you Bravo fans know from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, of course. But now, because of two T's in a pod with Tamara Judge, which is like one of the best Bravo podcasts out there. So she graced us with her presence. She was here to promote her um, 
partnership with the Melanoma Research Foundation and to raise awareness for melanoma awareness because May is Melanoma Awareness Month and she's out here posing naked on a billboard in oh, Times Square to, to catch your awareness. Yes, um, we're aware. Yeah, but she also kind of spilled a lot of fun, juicy tea. A lot, a lot, a lot of tea. Um, Teresa or Matt Damon, if you're listening, uh, sorry. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Teddy Mellencamp, Danny and I are so excited to talk to you today, especially about something so important. You are naked on a Times Square billboard currently, ah! but a really great cause. Tell us about uh, your partnership with the Melanoma Research Foundation. I know that May is a Melanoma Awareness Month. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it was so important um, because I never understood the magnitude of skin cancer and melanoma. I really didn't like growing up in the eighties. Like we would go out, put oil on our skin, iodine, sit out there and bake, burn, peel, and then do it again. And I kind of overlooked it. And then as I started to get older, you know, of course your dermatologist is like put sunscreen on, but for me, it was always about the aesthetic. Like, Oh, I don't want to get wrinkles mm-hmm. versus, you know, and then all of a sudden I went in and like, you know, it, it started with one, And now I've got scars all over my back. I had 11. One was stage two. And I think when you get news like that, at first, you're really, you know, you're inward. You're like, you know, and I got turned down for life insurance. I remember being like, what? Like this, am I dying? You know, really just in in a, a negative headspace about it and just kind of sad. And then I realized, what can I do? to help other people not make the same mistakes that I made. I love how this all kind of started though, because of your good pal, Kyle Richards, Teddy, we were together recently at Kyle's event. And now that you've had a few weeks to process that night, being back around those Beverly Hills cameras, how did it feel? Did it feel good to be back in the mix? You know, I thought, and I was talking to Tamara about it too. I thought I was going to be at that event and I was going to leave and I was going to feel sad that I wasn't like a hundred percent in the mix and I wasn't there and I'm not going on the trip. And like, but I didn't, I was like, you know what? It was really great to go show up and support a friend and whatever happens in the future with whatever television show ends up working out for me. But like, I didn't have that sadness that I thought I would have. Like, I wasn't like, Oh my gosh, I'm so, you know, like I was got involved in some conversations, you know, as a little heated as one does. Oh, but I didn't like that night I came home and I was like, I'm okay. Like, I love my life. 
I feel that element too must be a little nice. You're like, okay, I got heated in some conversations. You're like, oh, if I don't want to see them, I'm good luck. Hi. I'm good. You know, like, I'm like, listen, if I could have my pick, I'd be like, I'll go on girls trip or traders or one of those, something like that, where you can go and live it and get immersed, but then you come home to your, to your life. You really seem to be thriving in the two T's in a pod space. And we, even when we interviewed Candace from Potomac, she even just out of the blue without even saying, she's like, I just talked to Tamara and Teddy. She said, Teddy's thriving. She was like, she's such a pro at podcasting and like, you're so good at it. And it's so entertaining and engaging to listen to and watch you must really be just like loving being in this space too i'm assuming i love it and i mean i can do it from this spot right here in a robe you know like i don't have to sit in hours of glam i can just come and do and it's like financially just as beneficial if not more and i get to sit there and like laugh and be myself and there's no editing and you're just you know i can be my messy self and then if i make a mistake I'm allowed to go, hey guys, you know what? I jumped I jumped the gun here. I said something I regret or that was kind of an asshole thing to say or I'm allowed to do that because we're all humans. We all can be petty and we can all say dumb stuff from time to time, but I can I can own my wrongs right away, which I also be, like. Yeah, you have a good way of getting some good tea literally out of two teas in a pod. And I love to now that instead of just like having some Beverly Hills fights, you can kind of fight with every franchise. It's, I mean, and it's effortless for me. Yeah. You're, I'm like, you're... who would have known that I could just, I, I, my husband's like, I knew. I knew yeah. you. <laughs> I knew you could fight with anyone. I'll be like, what we call it, hashtag making friends. We made some friends today on the pod over at Two T's in a Pod. Were you surprised by the Tamara and Teresa <laughs> podcast feud? I, that, I was just, I could not believe how heated it got so fast, so furious. I mean, what were your thoughts? But here's the thing. Listen, like Tamara took a lot of jabs from Teresa before she went back. Like Teresa was poking that bear on the pot. It takes a lot to get an activated Tam. Like she is, you know, I'm more of like the the loose cannon on the pod that's going to ask. And she's like going to be friendly and everyone's going to kind of feel more comfort with her. I think she's, you know, whatever. And She's just, she's so good at it. She's so natural and fun and easygoing. So to get her to that point, you really have to push her. And I think she just was like, enough is enough. There's room for all of us. But if you're going to kind of call us out and act like we're using you to get one up, when clearly like, if you're going to say that, just beat us once. Just, just get more downloads than us once. And then start throwing that kind of shade. Just one time. Like, I'll be waiting because they interviewed Ramona right before us. Still didn't get to our numbers. No so. namaste, B dollar sign to Chiz or whatever. Yeah, I like. I didn't know that they interviewed Ramona. Oh, I that, definitely that, knew that y'all interviewed Ramona. Yeah, we were after Teresa. So we actually, we saw that and we're like, oh, damn, we got her after. Didn't matter. We still went number one. If you're on these shows, and listen, I've gotten more heat than anybody. Like someone sent me a message today, like, even when the whole world hated you, I was like, (laughs) truth. But like, you have to be able to laugh it off. And if you can't, then what are you doing? What do you know? Not everyone's going to love you all the time. And we always say you're not only as good as last week's episode. We're not going to walk on eggshells recapping a show. That's our job. Mm -hmm. So... I'm sorry that you're offended by it, but I also was offended that Louie came on and didn't realize he was breaking the fourth wall and openly admitted that he didn't invite Joe and Melissa when he's been the one pretending 
He wants the family together. Like that's the truth. You want you don't want me to call out what I'm seeing? It's my job. I watch a television mm-hmm. show and I saw that and I realized, hey, you've been pretending to be the nice guy the whole time. Like you're trying to bring everyone together. I saw that and I see you. What do you make of the reaction to your story about Matt Damon? I could kill Tamara. I honestly, I mean, don't put me in jail, guys, because I didn't. But when she did that on live radio and she's like, payback's a bitch because I did something to her at BravoCon and she's been dangling it over me. So I knew that at some point it was going to come. I just didn't know it was going to happen. I was like, you should have waited and done it on our pod at least. Like you gave Jeff Lewis all this publicity. Um, But the part that was even more frustrating was the clickbait. Not only that Tam outed me, but then it was saying that I, it said Teddy claims that she blah, blah, blah. I'm like one, Teddy didn't claim anything. She hasn't even confirmed that this is, fact i mean like matt damon he is a cutie i've also i i met him one time i got to interview him when i worked at the hollywood reporter and he was like the nicest person on the planet so i understand the charm like it's totally there yeah i mean i would definitely went through a phase in the in the late 90s where i was like are you an actor done If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality, by page six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.